Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. As we gather in this space to celebrate the life of Sister Mary Catherine Steele. The songwriter reminds us so poignantly that earth has no sorrow that heaven cannot heal. We gather in this space to give this family the encouragement, the uplift, the shoulders to cry on, the hands to uh, hold. And yet, we're reminded of the fact that God has allowed for this wonderful lady, this matriarch, to leave from the narrow constrictions of time and bask now into the limitless expanses of eternity. And for that, God is to be praised. As we move forward, as far as this worship service is concerned, there are just a couple of things I want to share with you all. We are in the middle of a pandemic. And so I want to thank the ushers and our medical team for being an extension of my office to ensure that you all are as safe and as secure as possible. Thank you all so much for following their instructions. If you want to remain in this worship experience, we need you to keep your mask over your nose and over your mouth. For those that would be speaking on program, uh, we will have individual mics for you. If you need to use the restroom, Whatever aisle is closest to you, just make it to that aisle and follow the directions of our ushers. Again, brothers and sisters, we want to make sure that this is a safe and secure and memorable experience. We're here to celebrate this life and we're here to worship our God and to give this family the support that they need. So thank you all so very much for adhering to our ushers as well as our medical team. Um, and I'm going to now turn it into the hands of Minister Eric Edwards. He's going to lead us as far as this worship experience is concerned. And um, if need be, if I have to come and give any more instructions, I'll do that at the appropriate time. But can you do me a favor and can we set the atmosphere in the tomb? Because if you know that this was a woman of God, can you give God praise for her life and for her legacy? Good afternoon. I'm going to ask that everybody except for the family, please stand for our call to worship and our invocation. This is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Is anybody glad to just be in the house just one more time? Even on this solemn and lamentful day, we are so glad that God brought us all together because God is still good. Is anybody know that God is good and still worthy of all of the praise? Let's go to God in prayer. God, we come before you right now to just say thank you. God, thank you for your presence in this place today. God, we know that we're hurting and we're mourning the loss of our mother, our grandmother, our sister, our aunt, Mary Steele. But yet, God, we come and gather to worship you, God, to praise you, to give your name the glory, the honor that is due your name. So, God, saturate yourself in this place. Comfort those who are grieving on this afternoon, oh God, and allow them to feel your loving, kind presence. It is in your name, in Jesus' name, that we pray. Amen. You all may be seated. 
We will now have our musical selection it as well. Well, I'll put open to him rather when we all get to heaven, followed by our scripture even reading by Reverend Brenda Richardson, and then our prayer of comfort by Reverend Dr. Monica Redman. shepherd. I lack nothing. 
He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I would fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Testament reading is John chapter 14 verses 1 through 6. Sweet family and friends, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, I would have told you that I am going there to to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you with me that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. God's word for God's people. for just a moment as we go to God in prayer. Oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Father, as we approach your throne of grace today for mercy, God, we first want to say thank you. God, We won't ask you for a thing until we first say thank you. Thank you, kind God, for being a good God to us. Thank you for watching over us as we slept all night long. Thank you, Father, for keeping us from all hurt, harm, and danger. Father, we recognize that if it had not been for you on our side, we don't know where we would be. But God... Today, we are here because our hearts are heavy. Our hearts are heavy and tears are streaming down our faces because of the loss of Sister Mary Steele. God, this family, they are grieving right now. Their hearts are heavy. God, I know that the tears are streaming down their faces. But Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, As I stand here today, I stand as an intercessor for this family. 
God, I intercede today on their behalf. I intercede, oh God, because they need you like never before. Oh God, there's an empty place at the dinner table now. There's an empty place, oh God. Oh God, I pray in the name of Jesus for these grandchildren, these great-grandchildren. Oh God, for these children. I pray, oh God, and I lift them up to you right now. I lift them up to you and I leave them in your care because I know that there's nothing that we can say and nothing that we can do that will provide the kind of comfort and peace that only you can give. And so God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you were right now just begin to move up and down the aisles right where they sit. Oh God, I pray in the name of Jesus that as you move up and down every aisle that's in this building, that you sprinkle some peace in the building. And God, I pray that you even sprinkle some joy in the building. That kind of joy that only you can give. Oh God, we can help people to be happy, but God, only you can give joy. And God, today as we celebrate the life of Sister Mary, God, give her children joy. Give them peace today. Give them, oh God, the kind of care that only you can give. I pray for them, oh God, right now, and I intercede for them. I intercede because when they leave here, God, they're going to leave here knowing that mama's not coming home. But God, I want them to know that they will never walk alone. God, you are our shepherd. You promised us that you would never leave us nor forsake us. So God, I pray in the name of Jesus that in the days and in the weeks and in the moments to come that this family knows that they are never walking alone. God, help them to know that you are walking right beside them. That, oh God, that even when they feel like going down, I pray that you lift them right back up. Oh God, steady them because it's going to be a little difficult tomorrow. But God, I thank you. I thank you because I've seen you. Oh God, I've seen your work. Oh God, I've been here. I know what it's like to lose a parent. God, I know that there will be moments that they will remember mama. But God, let them know that those tears are going to help them in the days and in the weeks to come. Let the tears come. Cry if you need to. Scream if you need to. But God, let them know it's going to be all right. One of these days, one of these days, oh God, you're going to fix it. One of these days, oh God, you're going to lift them up to a place. Oh God, they're going to always remember mama. Oh God, they're going to always remember her smile. They're going to always remember grandmama. But God, as they remember, God, give them the kind of peace that they need to get through the day. God, I love you. I thank you. Now God, saturate this atmosphere with your peace and with your joy. And God, do for us what only you can do. Oh God, stand us up tall. God, when we leave this place today, we're going to leave here leaping and jumping, knowing that we have been in your presence. God, I fear you now. I fear you.
hear you in the building. Thank you for standing with me. Thank you. Thank you, oh God, for standing with all of us. Thank you for sitting down in our praise and in our worship. Thank you, oh God. Oh God, thank you for just being with us as we worship you today. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Amen. If you believe the prayer, come on and give God some praise in here. Come on, if you really, really believe. If you really, really believe that God heard your prayer, you ought to give him praise. Oh, God, come on, let's give God some praise in here. Come on, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul, I said my soul can't help but cry out, hallelujah. Thank God for saving me.
Amen. Is anybody here who knows that it is well with your soul? Hallelujah. We have now reached the point of the service where we will have tributes. We will have tributes by three people, Miss Donna Smith, Miss Vanessa Farr, and Miss Jatanya Steele. We are asking that you please limit your remarks to just two minutes. Let's go ahead and give the Lord a hand clap of praise for those who would come and paint a beautiful portrait of Miss Mary Steele's life. To the pastors, to the members of St. Paul, and to the friends and family who are gathered here today, as I give a tribute to my beloved friend, Miss Mary P. Steele, a phenomenal woman. She was smart, articulate, compassionate, funny, and free-hearted. She would give you the shirt off of her back. Mary Sister Janete told me that she was amazed that Mary and I had been friends for over 60 years as girls and as adults. Mary also was a true blue friend, a friend that stick closer than a brother, and that's the kind of friend everyone should have. I shall never forget that fact. And the fact that Mary died on Christmas Day gave me comfort, because I said, God just needed another angel. And Mary and I did a lot of things growing up in Brook Hill Village. One memory I had, they gave free tickets to go to the Ritz Theater. And Mary and I walked all the way from the west side, south side to the west side. And once we got in the movie, we came out. It was dark. And when we got on the bus, it broke down near a cemetery. And we had to wait for another bus to come. Once we got on the bus, we rode to Brook Hill Road. Coming down the hill, there were two figures down there. Mary said, Don, is that a ghost? And just before we... We heard someone say, Mary, Donna, where have you been? Thank God it was our mothers. But anyway, I shall never remember, think about that Ritz Theater. But in its way, um, I'd like to just say to Adrian, Lavage, Sean, Jatanya, Ronaldo, Keith, and to the Grands. Mary have left you a wonderful legacy of love to all of you. Now, whenever you see a sunrise, think of Mary gently waking you up. Whenever you see a sunset, think of her prayerfully saying, seeing you say your prayers. Also, I would like to say that weeping may, meeping, I'll get it, y'all. Meeping, it may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning night. Mary, your labor on earth has been fulfilled, so take flight with the angels, my beloved friend, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. May the risen Lord bless you with his eternal blessed peace. Now, family, I give you my love and thank you.
I'm Vanessa. Mary and I were first cousins. And when I think of Mary, I think of a fiery woman. Mary could go up one side of you and you would think, oh, please let her stop. Don't let her go back down on the other side of me. She could give you a look that could melt ice. But to truly know Mary, you knew that she was soft-hearted, a kind woman. There is nothing she would not do for you. If she had it, it was yours. Mary literally gave me a shirt off of her back. That's the woman I knew. <laughs> These last few months with Mary, it has really broken my heart. I think of her when we were kids and she was one of our babysitters and her favorite word to me, of course, was no. Uh, she was the baby of their family and I was the only girl in mine. So I was a little spoiled and so was she. And uh, she once told me that um, just because you're the only girl, but I'm the baby. And I said, but you're older than me and you're babysitting me and I want she sent me out to get a switch and I am thinking who is she <laughs> but that was Mary you know that that was truly Mary and it's not about who you love but how much you are loved by others and Mary still was loved and she will be missed I will truly miss Mary my cousin Hi, everyone. <clears throat> On behalf of my brothers, my son, thank you all for coming. There will be many, many tears shed. She was a phenomenal, classy, loving woman. And she will be missed. She will be missed dearly. And when I look out and I see all that are here, I realize that she touched all of our lives, whether it was through one of my siblings and their friends, she was always there. She is the true matriarch of our family. And she will forever ever live on. I have a couple of things I'm going to say that happened in our childhood. My mother was not necessarily strict, but she believed in rules. She, as everyone has said, was a feisty, fiery woman and believed in keeping her family straight. Me and my brothers fought like cats 
and dogs. And of course, being the only girl, you can imagine who was in the middle of all those fights. There are two incidents that stand out to me. One was Sean and Rolando were in trouble. She had gotten calls that they had cut up so, so bad. And I used to go to her after work where she worked. And usually I can talk her down, but not this time. She was done. And when mama spoke and said she was coming home to get off work, to close shop, you can best believe there was trouble. Sean and Rolando were so petrified because she meant business. They played football. They put on their entire football gear because they knew they were in serious trouble. Mama's old school. She don't believe in using hands. Y'all know, pots, pans, shoes, broomstick, whatever she got her hands on, that's what you were gonna get. She walked in that door and saw them with them uniforms on, that saved their lives. Full gear, that saved their lives. I will never ever forget that. And one more thing, she would have to close shop again because me and my oldest brother, Kareem, fought again like cat and dogs. Close and shop, you think we learned. Close and shop, coming down 85 from Betis Ford Road, you can hear her tires screeching, scrunching, screeching from Tom Hunter in Hidden Valley. And boy, were we in trouble. My mother, our mother, and I say my because she treated us like we were all special and individual. And you can hear us say, my mother, my mother. Epitome of class. The most caring woman I will ever, ever know. I am the lady I am today of her and I just I just re re rejoice her life I rejoice because she lived full she worked hard and she lived a full life and we're always gonna love her she will live in our hearts forever as a matter of fact I feel her spirit here right now Thank you. Hey, Amen. We thank you all for your beautiful acknowledgments of Miss Mary Steele. We know that after today, it's going to get harder. The mourning will not stop. The weeping and the lamenting will not stop. And we also thank you all for those who have showed support 
care, comfort, sent cards, phone calls, all the way up to this day. But because the pain does not ease, this family is still going to need your care and your comfort, your phone calls and text messages. So for those who's here today, I'm just wondering, will you all make the promise of continuing to care for this family as they continue to weep and mourn and lament? Please signify that with a hand clap of praise of your commitment to just continue to care for this family. Well, my friends, it's preaching time. After the next singing of our musical selection, Jesus promised me a home. The next voice that you will hear will be that of our senior pastor, the Reverend Dr. Robert C. Mm -hmm. Scott. Amen.
Can you put your hands together for the life of Sister Mary Catherine Steele? We honor the presence of God in this place, in this space, to this family, um, and to the friends who have come from near and far, um, to the Reverend clergy who have been given great aid and support as far as these services are concerned, to uh, Elder Ted Smith from the River Church. I know the family is appreciative of your presence. Uh, I want to thank our ushers for being so faithful and so dutiful as far as uh, your aid and support in this moment, our First Impression Ministry and our medical team, uh, our media ministry for uh, ensuring that we can make this as memorable as possible for this family through uh photos and captions of remembrance as well as broadcasting this live to our music ministry particularly sister evelyn portia and our minister of music uh, brother david scott gibson thank you all for your gift of song and music um i know this is tough this is tough um this is tough and I want to say to um, Adrian and Lavard and Jatanya and Sean and Rolanda and to these 13 grandchildren and the great grands and to Brother Reginald, uh, we are lifting you all up in prayer. The songwriter is correct when he penned those poignant words, the earth has no sorrow that heaven cannot heal. And yet, God gives you permission to grieve. But every emotion you are experiencing, you don't have to apologize for. Because even Jesus wept. Even Jesus wept. And so we want to, as a church, to give you the support that you need. I, I remember um, when I called, got word that Sister Mary had passed, and I talked to um, Sister Jatanya, and she had this peace about her, just like she expressed earlier today. Just had this sense of, of peace. And one of the advantages or disadvantages sometimes of being the only gendered sibling is that sometimes the brothers will throw everything on the sisters <laughs> and put it on you because they know you can handle it and they know you would do what is best and so I know they are appreciative that you have helped to navigate this and yet they stand with you to give you support it's so wonderful to see your son by your side as well to let you know you're not enduring this by yourself I, I want to lift up just for a few brief moments the scripture has already been read but if I could I want to re-quote re it just for my centering um, John 14 verses 1 through 3 let not your heart be troubled 
believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's house there are many mansions, and if it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. That's enough. I'll stop right there. I want to talk about, for a a few brief moments, I don't know if you ever heard this song. But I want to talk about I'll Be Home for Christmas. I'll Be Home for Christmas. Today we come to reflect, remember, and reminisce upon the life of a mother, grandmother, aunt, sister, cousin, friend, and fellow disciple in the person of Sister Mary Steele. Um, Sister Mary Steele um, was, as far as our remembrance is concerned, was a person who took no mess, but yet she was one of the most caring people you can ever run into. Uh, A very compassionate mother and a doting grandmother. Sister Steele was more than gracious and generous with her time, her kindness, and her care to her children, her sons, and her daughter, Adrian, LaVar, Chitanya, Sean, and Rolando. There is nothing like the love of a mother. To these precious grandchildren and great-grandchildren, I know this is tough because there's nothing like being able to bask in the care and the compassion of a grandmother. But I believe that the Holy Spirit is more than able to give you the comfort that you so desperately warrant and the peace that goes beyond all understanding to help you to bear this moment of grief. Interestingly, though, Christmas will never be the same since Sister Steele died on that day. Once again, we are reminded of the stark reality that life is really but a vapor. Here today, gone tomorrow. And when we look at as far as the life and the legacy of Sister Steele, we have to attest and give God praise that she lived as long as she did. 72 years. The Bible says that if we're able to see three score year and 10, that's 70 by reason of strength, 80, that's enough to give God praise. Because one thing I have discovered that when you look at that proverbial dash, regardless of whether you live 70, 80, 90, or even 100 years, it is so small in comparison to eternity. And yet, we have to admit that if Sister Mary could come and grab this mic and give a testimony, she would tell you that life was filled with highs and lows, hope and despair, joy and sorrow, tears and triumph. And when we reflect upon her life and her legacy, there are times when we can become a little philosophical and even theological because there is something within the very essence of our being that wants us to understand there's got to be something beyond this place of pain. That the real essence, beloved, of our makeup is not this clay, this flesh, but it's spirit. Which, which is in tune with a, another ultimate reality, another home, another place that craves to be free from this dusty mortal existence. That craving, that yearning, that stirring, 
is inherent because the original intent of God was not death, but life. Uh, it was not sorrow, but, but joy. Uh, it was not tears, but really an eternal smile. But we know that Adam and Eve messed that up in the Garden of Eden and brought on a sense of separation when they listened to a snake tell them about God. And so as we look at this particular moment, this is the outcome of the original sin of Adam and Eve. This was never God's intent for any of us to be at this particular moment and at this particular time. But one thing I have come to understand is that even though Adam and Eve messed things up, God put in another plan to make sure that we were able to reconnect and reestablish contact with him through his son, Jesus Christ. And so we're reminded on this occasion that we came from the dust and we shall return to the dust. Job was correct when he said those poignant words, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm glad that God has given us another chance to bask in eternity. That even when death tries to place its claim upon us because of sin, God provided another way out that allowed for us to have the opportunity to sing forever of his saving grace. And yet, as we're faced with this constant reminder that time on earth is so short, we are comforted by the words I've shared with you today as Jesus is having conversation with his disciples. And to this family, it's my prayer that as you reflect upon the life and the love and the legacy of Sister Mary Steele, that just as intense as the pain of death is, that you will have a greater appreciation for the words of Jesus. Because I don't know about anybody else, but I'm glad that death does not have the last word. The master gives us a blessed assurance that is in sharp contrast to the fear that death can bring. And here's what it says, family. Jesus says, let not your heart be troubled. If you believe in God, believe also in me. And when he says, if you believe in God, he's talking about the sovereign God of the universe, the one that flung the stars against the black canvas of the universe. That God that made you and me in God's image and God's likeness, that God that scooped up the mountains and hewed out the valleys. That God that is able to make a snowflake and no snowflake, two snowflakes are ever the same or ever alike. That God, that, that, that God that gave you and me the very essence of our being. Jesus said, if you believe in that God, believe also in me because I am the fleshly embodiment of the God in which you believe. So I want to let you know, family, that these words I'm speaking to you that even though grief may be gripping your spirit and pain may be pummeling your soul, Jesus reminds us as his disciples that when we get tired and weary, let not your heart be troubled. But I know, let's be honest, uh, you got reason to feel trouble. Mama's gone. You got reason to feel trouble. The very center, as far as your family life, is no longer there. You, you got reason to feel trouble. But just as you have reason to feel trouble, God wants you to understand 
that you can lay your troubles on him. Because just as Jesus was dealing with those troubled disciples, I'm here to let you know that Jesus is dealing with you right now. And I want to remind you, family, that despite of how dark and how gloomy it may feel right now, I want you to know that Jesus has everything under control. There's a song, there's a song, there's a song sung by Bing Crosby entitled, I'll Be Home for Christmas. Now, I, I know that if you are 20 and under, you probably don't even know this song. Uh, well, let me, if you're 30 and under, you might not know this song, but, but it's a nice song. And when I was thinking about preparing this eulogy, this song hit me and the words go something like this. I'm dreaming tonight of a place I love even more than I usually do. And although I know it's a long road back, I promise you, I'll be home for Christmas. You can count on me. Please have snow and mistletoe and present by the tree. Christmas Eve will find you where the love light gleams. I'll be home for Christmas, if only in my dreams. Sister Mary still died on Christmas Day. And she went home for Christmas. What, what did she discover when she got home? I just want to present a couple of things to you and then... I'll bid you all adieu. That one thing she discovered is that Jesus is a provider. And that's a good word in times of anxiety and confusion. One of the things that I want you to understand that we as humans do best is worry. And when you're dealing with something like this, the enemy knows how to flood your mind with fear and worry. And and we're always afraid that the worst is going to come. But even if the worst does come, I want you to know you have no reason to fear and be troubled. In fact, Jesus verifies this statement with his own life because Jesus really did believe in God and really did believe that God means what he says. Jesus was able to face the very worst that life had to offer. Why should we not be troubled? Because we believe in God. And since we believe in God, we ought to believe in Jesus, which basically means, beloved, you don't have to manage this moment by yourself. Can I give you the blessed assurance that even as you shed tears, that even as you wonder where you're going to go from here, Jesus is right beside you, holding your hand, guiding your step and letting you know you're not by yourself. You can always go to God in prayer. But not only did she discover that Jesus is a provider for her and for you, but she also discovered a real resting place, a place called heaven. I don't know about anybody else, but when you know who Jesus Christ is in the pardon of your sin, death ain't the end. When, When you die, you don't fall into some endless chasm. Death for the believer takes you from time temporal to eternity. And I don't know how it happened. I don't know when it happened. I just leave all that stuff up to God. But I do know Paul had it right when he said to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. I I, I want you to know, family, that that heaven is real. And heaven is a prepared place for prepared people. Jesus said, in my father's house, 
something trying to push me. I'm trying to keep this thing tame because I'm supposed to be at a funeral. But, but Jesus said, in my father's house, there are many mansions. And if it were not so, I would have told you that I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. What's that place? That place is heaven. Uh, in my father's house, there are many mansions. The problem when we think about the term mansion is that our concept of mansion is so small. Because our concept of mansion is brick house and many bedrooms. Our concept of mansion is what we see on television when we look at Rick Ross house down in Atlanta. But no, that ain't the mansion Jesus is talking about. Jesus got a better mansion than that because Jesus says in my father's house, here it is. There is so much room for everybody who confess me as Lord and Savior that you ain't got to worry about your place or your space when you leave here. I want y'all to know that heaven is real. Hell is hot. Eternity is too long. And life is too short to play with God. Get your business fixed and your mind made up. If you want to see Mother Mary again, you got to know who Jesus Christ is in the pardon of your sin. Um, uh, she found out that Jesus is a provider. She discovered that heaven is real. But she also now can claim the promise that she's been coming to church about. What is that about? That means she's able to bask in the glory of God forever and forever. Here's what I want you all to understand. That Jesus, not death, is the one that makes sure that all of our stuff is straight. Woo! You miss your cue shout. Shout cue. Let me say it again. Jesus is the one that said, uh, I go. To prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you. I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am there you may be also. But wait Thomas said put the brakes on. Lord we don't know where you're going. And who going to show us the way. Jesus said yo. I'm the way. I'm the truth. I'm the life. No man, no woman, no boy, no girl can come to the father except by me. Here's what I want you to understand. That Jesus is the one. Ooh, I feel something pushing me. That comes and escorts us into the realm of glory. I ain't afraid of death because death does not have the last word as far as my reality is concerned. Here's what I want you to understand. If you can trust God through Jesus Christ in this life, you can trust him when you die. Why? Because Jesus has made all the necessary arrangements. Your reservations have been secured by the blood of the lamb. That, that Jesus already has uh, your real estate certificate in heaven and he signed it in his blood. It is a claim that is not vague. It is not wishful thinking. God's word has established this promise for everyone that confessed Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And he dealt with this on a hill called Calvary. So we will be able to say, oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, grave, where is your victory? Ah, uh, that song, Bing Crosby, sung years ago, I'll be home for Christmas that there's a phrase that, that, that got me, and I'm getting ready to take myself. Said, Christmas Eve will find you where the love light gleams. I'll be home for Christmas if only in my dreams. Well, we ain't dreaming now. And I want you to know that for Sister Mary, it was not a dream. That what she is experiencing right now 
if she could come back to this ghetto called earth, she would not. Because once you have been exposed to the glory of God, why would you want to come back to a world like this? It, it, it was not a dream for Sister Mary Steele. She went home on Christmas Day. But I want you to know that when you know that you know that you know who Jesus Christ is in the pardon of your sin, that where she is right now, she's able to bask in the glory of God forever and forever. She's home now. At a real home. She's home now. And I want you all to know home. Not, not this world, because this world ain't our home. This world, we're nothing but pilgrims traveling through this barren land. This is not our home. We're strangers. We're sojourners trying to make our way back to our home. But I want you to know she's home right now. She's home where the wicked will cease from troubling. She's home where the weary shall be at rest. She's home where every day is sunny and every month is the month of May and where the flowers bloom perpetually and the water sparkle with lucidity. She's home where Sabbath have no end. She's home where there's no more sadness, no more heartache, no more headache, no more sickness, no more tears, no more trials, no more trouble, no more sorrow, no more shortcomings, no more sin, no more dying, and no more death, no more devil. She's home. She's home. And she has claimed her mansion and she's basking in the glory of God. And one day those of us who know Jesus Christ shall meet her and be able to praise our God forever and forever. I don't know about anybody else, but I thank God that through Jesus Christ, he has made everything all right. Cry if you must, but he's made everything all right. Grieve as you must. He has made everything all right. Question if you must. He has made everything all right. Why? Because Mother Mary is home. And one day we shall go home and be with the Lord forever and ever. Amen. What a word. What a word. Is anybody who was blessed by this word? Is anybody who needed that powerful word? Dr. Scott, thank you for that strong, powerful, and encouraging word. We are now going to have our burial committal here at the church. So Dr. Scott, I'm going to go ahead and turn it back in your hands. We're going to have the funeral directors to come. We're going to ask everybody to stand except for the family. this family we have gone the last mile of the way as far as the physical remains of Sister Mary Steele she's home now and we thank God for her life I'm going to ask if we could let us bow our heads for a word of prayer
God, we come right now. We thank you for Sister Mary, Catherine Steele, a mother, a grandmother, an aunt, a cousin, a sibling, a friend, a believer. We pray right now, God, and we commend her to your eternal keeping. For this family, oh God, we pray that you will bring them together in strength, love, and unity that one cannot fall without the other. Help them realize, God, as they lean and depend upon each other, that ultimately they're leaning and depending upon you. God, I pray right now that as they cry, you will wipe the tears from their eyes and catch them in the basin of eternity. Whatever questions they may have, oh God, you're the God that's big enough to handle their question and you're not intimidated. In fact, that's a sign of faith even. And then God, even in the midst of their uncertainty, you're the certain God. Give each and every one of them what they need in this moment to bear this grief. For grief is the price we pay for the one we love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As it has pleased the almighty and wise God and his divine providence to take out of this world the soul of our deceased sister, Mary Steele. We therefore commit her body to the ground, earth to earth, ashes to ashes, and dust to dust. Looking for the day of the general resurrection when the earth and the sea shall give up his dead. That which is corrupt shall put on incorruption, and that which is mortal shall put on immortality. And I heard a voice from heaven saying, Right, blessed are they who die in the Lord, for they shall rest from their labors. And that's what we shall do as we commend her body and as we commend her soul to the keeping of our God. At this particular time, we're going to ask persons uh, to be flower bearers. If you're a flower, if you can help us with flowers, if you would join us to my left, your right. We need some persons, other persons to be flower bearers. We need some pall bearers. We need some pall bearers. We need at least six men that can help us as far as being pall bearers. It would be greatly appreciated. Come on down. Need six strong men that can help us we so greatly appreciate it thank you so much just come on to my to my right elder would you join us on the procession out you may join us on the procession out follow the directions of our um, funeral directors The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes came upon me, they stumbled and they fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war shall rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing that I desire of that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me. 
in the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set my foot upon a rock. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies, and thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's house there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Thomas said, how do we know where you're going? Who shall show us the way? Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man come to the Father except by me. For I know that my Redeemer lives, and that she shall stand at the latter day upon this earth. And though the skin worms shall destroy my body, yet in my flesh shall I see God, whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes shall behold not another, though the rains be consumed within me. 